And welcome, it's the Album Nerds Podcast. We've got Dude Nandy here once again, ready to bring you the very best of me. Oh, can't you see? Andy, what's happening, man? <laughs> I was just thinking, Matt, you kind of sound like the uh, Wiley e. Coyote, like falling down one of those canyons there. Hello. Thanks. <laughs> I was holding Oof. up a little umbrella and it didn't help me. <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody, another edition of the Album Nerds Podcast. It's episode 70, believe it or not. Been doing this for like a year and a half now, man. Can you believe that? It seems like just yesterday. I can't. I know. I mean, we've changed so many lives for the better. <laughs> That's right. Bro. More to come. More to come. Bringing good music to everybody out there. Today on the show, we got two new release recommendations we're excited to talk about. One from a band that's been around since before I was even born. Late 60s, I believe, and uh, another from a fairly new band from Scotland. Excited to uh, tell you all about them. That's right, it's new release recommendations from the album nerds. Now, dude's going to really step outside of himself this time. I'm going to pick something that you'd never, ever think that I would be into. It's the brand new release from Judas Priest. It's called Firepower, and it rocks. Over 40 years into their career, started in 1969, we get this behemoth of an album, Firepower. Priest sounds awesome. Some of the lyrics from that song, with weapons drawn, we claim the future. Invincible to every storm, ring in to the foe to be defeated, to pulverize from dusk till dawn. Rob Halford screams that from the top of his 66-year-old lungs, sounding awesome. Seemingly describing the metallic figure maybe on the cover of the album, or perhaps describing the firepower of the band, or is about the arms race and war and all the power struggles and power-hungry people in the world. I don't know. So, (laughs) Judas Priest, uh, they're an English heavy metal band formed in West Bromwich in 1969. They've sold over 50 million copies of their albums to date, ranked as one of the best metal bands of all time. Innovated and pioneering sounds, uh, helping to build what heavy metal became. And then they uh, had, you know, they've been around all these years. Their lead singer, Rob Halford, left for some time in the 90s and into the 2000s and lineup changes and inconsistency with albums, some being of this ilk, some being a little more poppy or a little more of whatever time. So they've gone through a lot of changes, but they have influenced heavy metal forever with Halford's operatic vocal style, the twin guitar sound of Downing and Tipton, uh, the images of leather spikes, weird, you know, rock and roll clothing during the glam metal era. And then British steel is often referred to as a record that absolutely defines heavy metal. So they're a major influence on the new wave of British heavy metal, which we also have talked about on the show. So Andy, with all that said, that mouthful of information, 
what were your thoughts? Had, were you familiar with uh, with these pioneers of rock and roll? Yeah, and the name sounds badly familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I've never really been a fan of this band, to be honest with you. Uh, aware of them. Okay. Uh, you know, I know all the popular songs, but uh, for this, I did go back and listen to a couple of their earlier records to kind of get uh, some sense of where they were coming from and how they ended up with this new record, which does, uh, you know, does have a lot of energy and is surprising uh, on that front to a band that's been around for so long. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we've never talked about them before, I don't think. So this album, uh, Firepower, was released on March 9th of this year, uh, recorded in Derbyshire, UK, 58 minutes, 20 seconds long on the epic record label. Producers are Tom Allum and Andy Sneep. Uh, 18th studio album for Judas Priest. Wow. First since um, 1988's Ram It Down to be produced by Tom Allum and the first one with Andy Sneap as the co-producer. So, uh, you know, bringing back some old friends to kind of shape their sound once again. And that was that's kind of the thing here. I mean, they have a new guitarist, Richie Faulkner, who's been with the band. This is the second album with them. And I think he had more to do with the, the writing and the guitar work. Uh, it's more intense. It's like really crunchy riffs. It's intense, but the, there's a bit of a modern sound here. It doesn't sound completely dated. The aggression is there, at least in my opinion. Some good solos, nothing over the top, but solid, very solid, and it fits well with the vocals. And Rob Halford sounds better here. Then on the last album, in my opinion, Redeemer of Souls, which I I haven't loved much much of their stuff since uh, uh, the 1990 or so. I'm just really enjoying this from the very beginning. It had the right energy, uh, great production. I really like the mix. The first single, Lightning Strike, has been really well received. Sounds like classic priest in 21st century, man. So... There's, you know, lyrically, we're talking demons, monsters, evil, lots of uh, references to that stuff. But I think a lot of the references to specters and and necromancers and all of that, a lot of it, to me, is maybe looking at how ugly society can be. What were your thoughts on, on the album as you listened to it? I mean, it's 14 tracks. It's an hour long. It doesn't feel like it to me. Did it to you. Well, you know, like I said, I was coming into this relatively fresh from a priest perspective. Um, and when the single came out there, which was, was that Lightning Strike? or Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I thought that was pretty cool. So the record starts, Firepower, just rips. Pretty fun track. Lightning Strike, still relatively on board. But by the time we got into like the third, and especially the fourth track, Never the Heroes. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. That's really when I started struggling with this one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I don't know. It gets into such a kind of theatrical delivery, especially the vocals. And, you know, Rob Halford, God bless him, man. His voice sounds incredible at 66. His range is still just mind-blowing. But this, I don't know, I guess I didn't get all the imagery that you mentioned there in terms of politics and greed and corruption and stuff, but 
all that stuff, just kind of like the devil and Satan and demon stuff, just sounds really hokey to me after a while. And I don't know. His vocals are so like so front forward in the mix. It's hard to hard to ignore that stuff. It's Rob Halford. It's got to be front forward in the mix. And yeah, I got the CD, folks. The book that comes in it. It's like. There's 14 songs, and there's a lot of lyrics, man. There's a lot. There's no pictures in this thing at all. It's just lyrics, 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 lyrics. And, yeah, it is monstery and stuff. I think you can either choose to see it on the surface, or you can take what monsters are in human times. Monsters are representations of scary things in real life. So you can take it however you want. I choose to look for something deeper in it especially from a group of guys that have been doing this for so long and have done this one so well and so thoughtfully. You know, then, yeah, the first two songs do kick you just right in the chest. They come out of the gate strong, and then things kind of slow down, mid-tempo, hard rock numbers, and and uh, the pacing of the album, you know, is up and down. But um, why don't we go ahead and listen to Flamethrower, another uh, slow jam. I love that song, man. I love the whales. I love Halford's voice, and you know, a lot of what it, a lot of the album is sort of the mid range of his of what he can do. But what, that tempo of flamethrower just—it's like you can hear the energy in the song, and man, those shrieks just oh, love that. That that is rock and roll to me. That's heavy metal, and the metal, the met, the little bit of metal head that lives inside of me was <laughs> jamming on this one. Uh, so why don't we talk about the things we liked, Andy? What did you like about this album? Well, the guitar riffs, you know, at times, especially on Flamethrower, like you just played there, really engaging, man. Like that was pretty fun, a lot of energy. You know, the first two tracks as well, and a lot of energy in the guitars. The rest of the record, maybe not as much, but um, yeah, I don't know. And and his vocals, like you said, are are impressive, especially for his age. Those are my two favorite. Picturing, like I'd hear those songs. I I hear those songs. You know, you picture the artist when you're listening to a record. I'm driving around and I'm seeing 29 year old Rob Halford in my (laughs) mind. I'm not seeing current. Like I just, I was just blown away. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of the production? Does it sound like how a Priest record is supposed to sound? Yeah, I think it sounded like a Priest record should sound, and at the same time, it sounded like an album from 2018 should sound. That's part of what I liked about it, is it sounds contemporary, but it also scratches all those itches from the you know 80s and 90s for me, too. So I just, I'm over the moon on this one. <laughs> Probably going to end up on my top list for the year. I wouldn't be surprised. Wow. Solid songwriting for the genre. Production loved it. Uh, return to form in some respects. Halford sounds awesome, and metal lives on, folks. And I'm freaking happy about it. <laughs> so that's that's that for me. 
loving the firepower from Judas Priest. Go check it out if you like, well, and rocking like me. It's great. Love it. What you got, my friend? Yeah, my pick is a, actually it's an alternative hip-hop group coming from Edinburgh, Scotland, called Young Fathers. They just put out their third studio record called Coco Sugar. Let's play the, uh, I said that that wrong? (laughs) No, I just was saying, mmm, Coco Sugar. Mmm, sounds tasty, right? Yeah, let's play the, I believe this is actually the second single off the record, and it's called In My View. Prize, which is kind of like, I don't know, I think it's like goes to the, the best album. It's a, a UK award um, for their full length record, uh, Dead, which came out a few years ago. They're known for kind of being a little left field, trying lots of uh, adventurous production styles, you know, mixing lots of genres together. Um, they started out a little bit more in the rap vein, and they've kind of been slowly drifting more into. Uh, some more melodic song structures, which I think is really cool. Uh, had you ever heard of these guys before? Not at all. I had seen this album cover in the new release uh-huh. portion of the music app that I use, Google Play Music, and I thought that looks weird, and uh, yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, but I never actually like heard of them. Completely shocked that they're Scottish. Um, seems like they're well regarded on their previous releases and I've read up a little bit and people digs them. I just had not, I was completely, I mean, it's so much like the Judas Priest album that it really all blended together for me, but (laughs) (laughs) could we be any more different? But yeah, I just, yeah, totally, totally like, I don't know what's happening here. Who are these guys? So, um, tell me, tell us a little bit more about the, about the record. Yeah, well, it just came out on uh, March 9th, so just a couple weeks ago. Um, it's a little bit of a sonic departure from the earlier records. Um, like I said, they're less and less focused on rapping. And on this record, they're a little bit more stripped down musically, really focusing on kind of the structure of the songs and their voices and how they can kind of mix those together. Um, they use a lot of, like, I guess I would call it like African vocal chants, and just kind of like different vocal noises in the mix. Um, not so much as lyrics, but just kind of as, as the human voice sound. And their music, really, from the beginning, has always had kind of a, a menacing drone hum sound to it. It kind of just makes you feel a little bit uneasy. Never really can kind of get comfortable on these records, which I think is, is interesting. It's a little hard to tell exactly what they're talking about at times. The, the lyrics are kind of obtuse, which, you know, that's something I actually like. You know, kind of leave you guessing. Yeah. 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 You like your puzzlers. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. So I know you just recently listened to this for the first time. Didn't know much about the band and their previous work. 
Did you enjoy the record? What, did you dislike it? Was it hard to get into? I don't know. It was definitely hard to get into. Connecting with it was difficult because they are genre benders. See what I did there? Nice. Um, it was uh, is difficult for me to get into because I wasn't sure where my entry point was. I I had one experience where Google Play had looped the album. So it was playing a second time, and I'm just like, oh, my God, how long is this thing? And then when it got to the third time, I finally recognized the song, and I'm like, oh, geez, okay. So that was not (laughs) – so I just kind of got lost in it a little bit. So, you know, that was was kind of the thing. that I was taken aback by what it sounded like because it wasn't what I was expecting. But then every time I'd start to think I knew what it was, it would change again. And the chanting stuff, yeah, that was kind of interesting – reggae tones here and there then it's rappy and the fact that these are scottish dudes i mean yeah you're never gonna tour with the proclaimers or something i don't (laughs) think so because that sounds not you know i think scottish this is not what i think of i mean there's not even a bagpipe in the damn thing (laughs) some of the early music some of the early like their first eps have a little bit more of a scottish tinge to it i guess you could say but uh yeah i think they've been a lot on the road a lot and early to music is kind of Sounds more like world music, unless like it's from a particular place. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we're gonna play uh, cut from like the middle of the record here. It's called "Turn." When we come back, I'll tell you a little bit about what I think it's about. Such a cool vocal style that you have kind of overlapping in the different uh, voices there. Really, really unique. Um, the lyric is, don't turn my brown eyes blue. I'm not like you. I've always been this way. Um, which I think is kind of a reoccurring theme on this record. Kind of like remaining true to who you are and sticking with what got you to where you are now. Because they, they've been had some success. I'm sure they have a lot of people trying to kind of influence their sound and push them in certain directions. Um, but they seem like they're really trying to remain true to who they are and and be honest musicians, uh, not so much, you know, sell out to the man, as we say. So we're going to talk about the things we liked. I don't know if that's a, a positive or a negative. Positive. I liked it. It's adventurous, blend of genres. I think it's pretty brave to just kind of throw it all out there like a bunch of pickup sticks and let the listeners figure it out. And they're Scottish, which I think is just cool in general. Yeah, so <laughs> those are the, those are the things I like the most because that just fascinates me that they're a Scottish group because it, it's just not what I would expect. Did I ever tell you that I'm Scottish, actually? I'm half Scottish. That would be great. Yeah. My, grand, I'm, uh, my grandfather was a McGregor. I'm a McGregor oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, mine, my, uh, I have an uncle Scrooge McDuck, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know if you know, <laughs> uh, this, this. he's rich. He never, he never talks to me. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's the record sounds super fresh. It's definitely a very unique and exciting sound compared to their earlier work. This is probably their most polished and cohesive album. Uh, it's probably a really good place. 
if you're not familiar with the band to start out with. Um, it's a really clear, cohesive collection of songs. Like you kind of alluded to earlier, it's, a, it's very flat in terms of musically in terms of each song has a relatively similar tone to it, and you can you can loop it and probably not tell when when it started and when it stopped. Which could be a good or bad. But let's talk about some of the things we didn't care for as much. That's what I didn't care for. The, the 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 loop was undetectable, and it got to a point where I was getting annoyed with the album because I'm like, "Good God, are you done yet?" And <laughs> cool. No, I, mean, I, I kind of agree with that point. It does feel like maybe there could be a little more up and down to it, but uh, I don't know. And I missed a little bit of the rapping that they had in their earlier works. They're pretty good. Uh, where's this? And there's just a couple tracks on here, a couple of verses here and there, but it's it's really a lot more singing and, and kind of the layered production sound they have. But all in all, really cool listen. It's getting really good at reviews, and I, I think I know this could be at my top ten at the end of the year too. I don't know. Well, well, well. It's, it's awesome, huh? Look at what we have here. <laughs> Already only in March and we got some really good records this year, so that's an old fashioned standoff. <laughs> Judas Priest versus Young Fathers, who will remain standing. Oh, I think I think the proof is already in the pudding with the uh, Judas Priest. Yeah, Please. That's for sure. <laughs> They're breaking the law. <laughs> All right. Well next week on the show we're gonna do an uh Fave Five countdown. As we like to do, and in honor of Easter, we're going to be doing uh, top five records from bands that were presumed dead, but are back. <laughs> the resurrection. The resurrection. <laughs> back from the dead. Necromancer back to life, you could say. Oh, boy. <laughs> Leave JP alone and JC. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, so be sure and tune in for that. It'll be fun. we got to figure out what the records will be, but uh, I'm sure it'll be uh, a good time. It always is, Andy. That's why all y'all need to make sure and subscribe to the show on the iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio. Also, please ask your friends, family, devils, beasts, monsters that might be in your life and say, hey, check out this podcast. It's pretty cool. They like the music. Uh, make sure to go over to... Uh, <laughs> Go over to albumnerds.com. You can comment. You can listen to the shows. You can tell us what you're listening to and uh, suggest any topics you might want to hear on the Album Nerds podcast. Hey, Andy, is there any other way for these uh, fine folks to reach out to us directly? Uh, you know, I'm on the Twitters occasionally and the Symbol Music Discovery app. You can definitely hook us up there at Album Nerds. We'd love to chat with you. I know what you're listening to. Got any cool new, re- new release recommendations? Love to hear about them. Absolutely. So thank you once again for listening to this edition of the Album Nerds Podcast. We will catch you the next time he has risen indeed. Peace. See you.